spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy Tuesday. Oh, happy, fantastic Tuesday. Is that uh, what it is? Yeah. Fantastic. I like that, man. It's positive. Positive. You know what's positive? The poll numbers for Governor Hobbs. So... Let's break some of this down, man. Do She's it, man. been in uh, office for almost three months, right? Uh, let's see. 43% of Arizona voters approve. Thirty, Only 30% disapprove. And think of Governor Hobbs and you're three months in. You like those numbers. Absolutely. The rest are taking a wait-and-see approach. That's you, kind of me. I just feel it's so early in the game to talk about stuff. Okay. You, but come on. You can't have... You can't say that she's doing good or bad. You're in, still in the wait-and-see. Well, I, you know, I mean, I want to give it like, let's let it percolate. Yeah, but but you got to start somewhere. So the first... I can't tell you one thing she's done outside of stopping the death penalty and uh-huh. vetoing a few things. Well, isn't that big? Uh... So if you're a fan of the death penalty, you probably don't like what Governor Hobbs is doing. Uh, I don't like what Governor Hobbs is doing on the death penalty. We're actually going to talk about that later. Uh, Maricopa County Attorney Rachel Mitchell is going to join us. She's siding with the families who say, hey, listen, that guy killed my daughter. Can, yeah. we, get, can we put him to death now? Um, so that's one issue that's, that's been good. But here's the other thing. You know, how many, you know how many things that she's vetoed that have been crazy coming out of well, the legislature? a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah. And I think that, that her vetoing that stuff is good. So I, I always I always say it like this. Uh, my first choice was Karen Taylor Robeson. I liked her. I even went out of my way to go and meet her face to face because I wanted to see what she was all about. And so I did. I had a nice chat. We had a good chat. I felt that, you know, she would be great as the next governor. Uh, unfortunately, uh, she you couldn't get not, out of the primary. She couldn't get out of the primary. So then I take a look at, all right, it's going to be Lake versus Hobbs. Well, I'm not voting for Carrie Lake. She's an election denier. I will not vote for an election denier. Uh, and then I look at Katie Hobbs and I say, she's running a terrible campaign. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't hear a lot of stuff. And, you know, it's all that she's doing it from her basement and all that kind of garbage. And it came to the point where it's a week out. And I'm like, I don't think I'm voting for either of those two. That's the way I did. Yeah. Yeah. But then I said, it will only hurt us if Carrie Lake becomes the governor. She lies to people. She wants their money. And and she told people not to vote for her who are Republican. Uh, so I, I just said, OK, I'm, I'm going to vote for Katie Hobbs just to veto the stuff, because if Carrie Lake was in office right now, we'd have some crazy, crazy bills. Put it this way, Chad. Arizona is not a far right state. We would be if Carrie Lake was in there. Why? Because our legislature is far right. But the people of Arizona are not far right, and we're also not far left. And so I think the people of Arizona, when they went and voted, they said, hey, listen, I can't vote for somebody who's lying about the election. I mean, she was even lying about the 2022 election. Yeah, she was so lying. How, still is. Still is. Still is. So is, is Katie Hobbs the best choice? Well, I tend to think Kara Taylor Robeson was the best choice. But if you look at this new poll of 43% of Arizona voters approve of the job she's doing, only 30 disapprove, I must tell you, I am happy that there's someone in the governor's office that is vetoing yeah. the craziness that's coming from the very, very far right of the Arizona legislature. I'd like that to think that Arizona. the craziness wouldn't have come if... if uh, uh 
even if Lake was there, because I like to think that some of these people throw stuff out there because they're more interested in getting a, a noticed. You don't think they would have wrote the same crazy bills? I think they might have written a couple of them. And I don't Lake think they over crazily. All the, of them. No, nah, I don't think they would have written all of them. Well, you don't think Lake would have signed those bills? Well, Lake, well, Lake would have probably would. signed, yeah, but I don't think they would have written all of them because they know they would have been signed. It's easy when you know. It's like how many times. That's a weird opinion. But how many times do the Republicans pass the the getting rid of Obamacare knowing full well he was going to veto it? Okay. It was easy to do, even though when push came to shove, in reality, others that did that decided they weren't going to do it when there was a chance it could be signed. Right. Sometimes people do things because they know it's never going to get through, so I can do it safeguarding myself knowing this person's going to veto it. Yeah. So, I mean, if you look at the numbers, they're pretty good for Governor Hobbs. I know it's only, you know, three months in, and uh, from what I understand, she's the Middle East right now. Yeah, Oman. She was in Oman. Right, right. But uh, I just just feel like... is she going to get a lot done? I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. I, some of the stuff that she really wants to get done, she needs help, and she's not going to have any help. And then you look at the Arizona legislature. Well, they want to do all this stuff, but they need help, and they're not going to get help from Katie Hobbs. So I almost think, you know what? Well, let's just not do anything. The best we can do is stand pat. It's standing pat is not terrible. It's not terrible. Not allowing crazy to take over. Yeah, is good. Is good. Now, does that mean we're going to get a lot done? Well, we got to get water done. Okay. Which I think is one of those bipartisan things that's not so. going to be nasty. I think we need to figure out what we're going to do with the homeless. Uh, that is going to be a problem, not just here, but in Tucson, it's ramping up. I think there needs to be some, some issues addressed there. So I think there's some things that bipartisan ways that we can get into that aren't political that are very important. Like you said water is extremely important right. for us. And it doesn't have to be bipartisan. I mean, it doesn't have to be like super political because it's really not. It's just like, how do we fix the water situation? That's a very important thing. Uh, so I think some stuff will get done. But by and large, I think this is a uh, we're neutral. Yeah, I mean, there's bills to put teachers in jail. You know, if if there wasn't Governor Hobbs there, that thing would be signed. You know, hey, we shouldn't teach CRT. We're not. But there was a bill that went to Hobbs, and she looks at it, and she goes, if we're not teaching it, why am I signing this? The Pledge of Allegiance. They want to force kids to say the Pledge of Allegiance. You can't force people to say the Pledge of Allegiance. We have a Constitution. Right. It's against the law, and they know that. They're lawmakers. They should know that. And they know that. Right. And yet they still throw stuff out there knowing full well it's never going to get signed. Yeah. It's easy to do that when you have cover. Okay. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. When you know, like, hey, say this. Uh, 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 oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because you know nothing's going to really come of it. Okay, cool. And that's the kind of thing. They've got cover, knowing full well, no matter what they throw out there. But it gets them donations. It gets them all the things that they want. It lets them be celebrities in the world of whatever they're looking to be celebrities at. Yeah. And, uh, and it gets coverage. So you know that Democrats would view her as favorably 73%. Yeah. Okay. Now, remember, there were a lot of Republicans that ended up voted for Katie Hobbs because her opponents said, don't vote for me. So they said, okay, I'll vote for Hobbs. Uh, 25% of Republicans say thumbs up. It's really, it's not bad. No. Okay. No. Uh, independence, uh, 35 favorably, 28% unfavorably. And you know what? It's interesting. 37% haven't formed an opinion. I was giving you crap for not forming 
necessarily a, hey, I want to see more, but you know, you're not alone. 37. No. I just and take the it as. independence now are where everybody gauges what really goes what on. What really politics. goes on, yeah. Because they're the ones who sway everything. And if you're looking at them and they're saying, uh, you know, you're doing okay, like they're, they're, they're closer. 35, was it 28? 35, 28. Uh, independence. Yeah, yes. and there's 37 percent. So yeah. you know, it's that's kind of I think where everybody's at. It's a little bit of a yeah. She's not doing too bad. She's not really doing anything, right. but she hasn't ran us aground. Not in three months. Not and you better months. not in three months. <laughs> so she's gone to the border. We've talked to the mayor of Yuma. He feels that maybe she can help him. We'll see. Uh, the death penalty thing has been big. She's put the gabosh on that along with the AG. I don't like that. Is there anything else off the top of your mind uh, other than her vetoing the most no, silly I mean, of been, all you bills? Know, I mean, it's just been kind of a, a quiet thing. She's been very quiet. I haven't seen a ton of interviews. I haven't seen any kind of press conferences. Bad. That's not bad. Uh, no, but it's good to keep people abreast of what you're doing. Yeah, you see, we, it's like my child, right? I love Charlie, but when I'm sitting there, I go, where's Charlie? And no. it's really quiet. Right. That's usually when things get scary. Dad, I decided I was going to paint the room. Fantastic. <laughs> all right. The uh, uh, so far pretty good marks from the voters on on Katie Hobbs. Yeah, a lot to improve on though. All right, do you care about your neighbors or do you ignore them? It's the Gatos and Chad show. It's the Gatos and Chad show. That's right. We got a podcast called the Gators and Chat Show podcast. Never miss any of the exciting action. Get it on your iPhone, your Android, any of the stuff. Subscribe right now. Uh, brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. Get a higher price selling your home. Get guaranteed offers. Go to higherprice.com, higherprice.com. Uh, what if you saw your 81-year-old neighbor doing yard work? Good and what I, well, Well, let me explain. When I say doing yard work... I'm not, I'm not talking about, you know, just kind of watering the plants. Or, Are you digging or, a grave or what? Well, hauling well, uh, dead, heavy palm fronds across her front yard into a pile. She's 81. Uh, you stand there and watch her, you do something. Uh, I, I, you know what I would do in this day and age? Uh-huh. I would ask somebody, hey, could I help you with that? Okay. Because I think if you assume in this day and age that, oh, yeah, 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 I'll, I'll let me go over and help you, hmm. uh, I think somebody, some people might get mad. Okay. Like, I can't do it. Is that what you think, Gatos? Yes, that's what I think. You're 80 freaking one. And you know what? You're going to fall down dead. That's what I think. Uh. I'm sorry, but that's what I think. So, <laughs> I, no, I'm serious. So, uh, wow. so, you know, I would go over and, of course, hire somebody to do it. Of course you would. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, uh, look, I <laughs> I would, you know, I would go over, hey, I got a bunch of kids in the house, right? Because we just, for whatever reason, have nine kids. Yeah. And uh, they Jeez. would be more than willing to come out and help you. All right. So the but reason. No, I, but I would ask first because I never want to assume, first of all, I don't know how old the neighbor is. Yeah. And secondly, I would never want to assume hmm. that they think, oh, you think I'm helpless. Do we care about our neighbors or do we ignore our neighbors? The story of the kindness of strangers willing to step up after a letter carrier noticed that a Phoenix woman needed help maintaining her front yard. All right, I'm looking at her front yard. It's a mess. A week after turning 81 years old, Margot getting a surprise present Monday. Her front yard, cleaned by the grace of strangers and neighbors who came together for her. Oh, I've known her for years. I didn't get the last part. Did you guys hear that? Oh, I've known her for years. I've known her for years. The call for action coming from Rasheen Turpin, a letter carrier with the U.S. Postal Service, who's been on Margot's route for eight years. I saw her doing that. I was like, no. Okay. So the the mailman saw I'm this. going back in the house. <laughs> he saw this lady at 81 years old holding all this stuff from one side of her yard to another. He's like, oh, my gosh. So he took a picture, put it on social media, and embarrassed her. 
No. He took a picture, put it on social media. It probably embarrassed her, but he asked for help. And so all these people started to come uh, and, and help. It was just sad to see that. She had no tools, as you could see. And I was like, oh. She was like taking oh. her teeth. This guy was like, oh. And like gnawing, you know, the palm off of the, I've it was terrible. for years. Oh. Knowing about her limited mobility and wanting to keep her yard in compliance, he snapped a picture and went to social media, putting out a call for help on a Garfield historic neighborhood page. Yeah, because okay. he wasn't doing it himself. Have you noticed this? All of this is like, <laughs> hey guys, my neighbor is, oh, she's awesome, but she's struggling. Yeah. So if any of you could come over and help, that'd be super. Yeah. With the weird whispers that he's doing. Whisper guy. Yeah. I don't think he could have stopped what he was doing and going and help her. But, you know, you better hurry because, you know, it took her like five hours to take one dead palm from one side of the, to the other side. Old, though, she's still running around doing her good. thing. Yeah. But, you know, she doesn't want to do that. No, and it's dangerous. She doesn't want to do that. Obviously, put the picture up on the old Garfield's <laughs> website, right? <laughs> Hoping the cat was going to come over and fix it. Where's right. Odie? So, so in this day and age, you said that uh, you would you would go and ask. Yeah. Okay. All right. Do we do we care about our neighbors or do we ignore them? Because I'll just tell you for me. So I've only owned two houses in, in Arizona. So I bought the first one, you know, when I was single and I didn't know any of my neighbors. None. And I didn't really care. Because in Phoenix, and I was young, so I'm thinking in my 30s, right? You know, I'm 30 years old. I, I pull into my driveway. I pull into my garage. I close the garage. And I'm not... I'm, you know, I'm not saying hello or doing, yeah. not really. I'm not trying to be rude or anything, but I'm like, I'm not, you know, I don't know these people and they, they probably don't want to know me. But I think that was me being young. Now that I'm, you know, 49 years old, my wife and I've lived in this house for 10, a different house, 10 years. You know, the first week we lived in the house, she calls me and she goes, well, we're going to get together with the neighbors. And I said, well, why would we do something like that? <laughs> like that? And she goes, you don't understand it. You don't understand. And I said, well, no, I don't. First time I married, you know, first time, you know, living with somebody. So she goes, yeah, we need to know our neighbors. Now our neighbors are some of our best friends. Yeah. Well, and you guys are also kind of in the same age, age yes. group, which helps, right? Correct. Like if you're 20, 70, you own a house and your yeah. neighbor's 70, yeah. it's probably not going to be. Uh, we don't really like our neighbors across the street because they thump all day. They've got, they've apparently they got a brand new subwoofer and they want to try it out all day. That's why you need an uh, HOA. You know, and, uh, and then th- we, we don't have anybody to the side of us. It's the street, and Gatos broke his headphones. Fantastic people. This is awesome. I can still hear. <laughs> Greatest F. <laughs> hey, you know what? How neighborly is that? And then the on the other side. It sounds like a, uh, the, uh, a chopper. snake. Well, that is. That's okay, you should give him your headphones. That would be a very neighborly thing it would to be, do. But no. Here, finish the story. <laughs> Again, so they're and, thumping, uh, they're thumping, and then, and thumping. then the neighbors, uh, we don't have any neighbors to the next of us. We have it's we have empty lots, you know, or land that, that we kind of own. So it's like, that's the, look, where you live where I live, mm-hmm. you live out there so you don't know your neighbors. You live in the Valley of the Dirt People, yes. so you don't want to know your neighbors. Yes. How about you, Becky Lynn? Do you know your neighbors? Yeah, sure do. See, yeah, I think it's a good thing. Because, you know, if you leave for the weekend, they can watch your house. They can pick up a package. Um, but, you know, sometimes sometimes you won't like your neighbors we when had you meet a, them. We and had an elderly lady that, uh, and she wasn't that old, but she was also almost blind. And she would get out and mow her front yard. Is that right? And so when... Sometimes oh, she'd mow other people's yards. When our son, exactly. Our son was in middle school. We said, okay, you're going to start mowing her yard. See, our oh, neighbor, see, I'd like that. And we went over there and told her, we said, we're good. if you would like for him to, 
We're going to send him over. He'll and, do it for free. And he will do it for free. That's nice. See, of course, she, 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 would, she would tip him sometimes. Sure. We told We didn't even want her to do that. We said, this is a learning experience. See, she our neighbors in California, uh, uh, her name was Billy. She passed away. She had multiple sclerosis really bad. She was, And so uh, they would call our house sometimes and say, hey, uh, Billy, Billy needs you to go change the channel. And we'd run over there and change the channel. Hey, yeah. Billy, do yeah. you need anything? We'd check on her to make sure she was okay. Or they hadn't heard from her for the day. Like, cause we became good friends with them. But where I live, it's definitely, uh, it's different. You live out. I love the look over here. You look like you're getting ready to sing a song. He's got the one earphone <laughs> on. Awesome. Like, he's, let me tell he's sing, you. He's singing the high part. Do you care about your neighbors or do you ignore them? Well, this one neighborhood said, no, we see an 81 year old lady. Not going to ignore. They went Good. and did her yard work. Good. All right, coming up next, will the uh, banking uh, crisis that certainly we are in send the economy just headed towards a recession? Next. By the way, uh, I want to talk about uh, two seconds. Too long. Weather's getting warmer. KTR Fulton Homes reminding you, two seconds too long. Take your eyes off, kids. Around water for life-saving safety tips and to enter to win swim lessons. YMCA, text SWIM to 620-620. Gatos, I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, it's getting ugly out there in the financial world. A little worrisome things going on. Are we going to be downgraded to some banks? Meta today laying off That's Facebook, right? That's Facebook Mm -hmm. for everybody. They want you to think of it. It's funny. They're like, don't call us Facebook, right? We're we're dead naming them. But uh, uh, Meta's laying off 10,000. But you know, the other thing, like Jim Rounds, and we talked about this, there was 5,000 open positions and they closed those positions. Okay. So what does that mean? It means the companies are going to go with what they've got. Go with what they've got. They might let a few people go. They're not going to bring anybody else in. Nope. So shouldn't it be hard to get a job in this day and age? That's, isn't that the I goal? I thought it was easy to That's get a job. That's the goal. Now, they are hiring in some areas where they're going to do different technology. A lot of it was they thought the world was going in this direction, and they thought Meta was going to be a big thing, the, the metaverse. They thought a lot of this stuff, and it didn't go the way. And they put a his big deal was he put so much money into this, Zuckerberg. Can I try and understand what the metaverse is? That's where you actually go online and you live in... Like, not in the real world. You actually buy a home yeah. that is in the metaverse, yes. and you've got neighbors that are in the metaverse, and you go shopping in the metaverse. I don't really get it, but that's what that is, that's right? That's what that is. And he thought, Zuckerberg thought it was going to be huge. And so he threw everything. And it's not? No. Yeah, no. yeah. There was times that he's the only one in the metaverse. So no wonder <laughs> that he had to lay off another 10,000 people. Yeah, 10,000. But see, I think the banking stuff is starting to get a bit scary. Well, the banking stuff is because now you've got Comerica, you've got First Republic. Public, several other ones that are really uh, feeling uneasy about where they are. And, uh, you know, they're talking about, you know, we've got interest rate potential hikes coming up soon. What will happen? And uh, one of the big mucky mucks at, uh, at the bank, uh, at the big financial institutes talked about that today. It's not. And the reason is if the regional banks go away and we're only left with the big banks, that's going to squeeze our financial system. We need competition in the financial system. It yes, helps with liquidity to have more banks as well. And remember, Remember, higher interest rates is a big reason why those banks went under. They catered to the tech sector. Those tech investors were hit hard by higher interest rates, which is why the Fed may not raise interest rates next week. Which would be very interesting because, you know, you uh, the whole thing is, right, the Fed's goal here is to walk us close to the edge without putting us over the edge. And get inflation down. And get inflation down. Right. Well, inflation here in Phoenix is, what, 8.5% now is that they're saying? Right around there, 8.5%, which is what we've been saying. Uh, well, in- inflation actually... I'll give you the numbers. The inflation rate dropped 
one point. Yes. We're at 8.5% in Phoenix, there second highest metro in the country. Yeah. Um, but overall, inflation fell for the eighth straight month. Yeah. To 6%. So nationwide, 6%. But here in Phoenix, 85 Not good. So uh, not raising rates would be good. And the banking thing, though, is getting a little bit... It, it is getting nervous because... Okay. So when you look at the banking thing, yeah. how does that affect the everyday person like me, like you, like folks listening to this show? You see what's happening with one or two of these banks. They're failing. Uh, SVB. And then you got the one in New York. Okay. Uh, so what does that mean for the everyday uh, person that... Gets up, goes to work, you know, trying to trying to, you know, save a few bucks here and there. Why does anyone need to be worried? If you're a if you're at a big bank, you probably don't have anything. To so worry if you about. have your money at a big yeah, bank. Yeah. And some of these people. But it, I mean, in terms of the economy. Well, the economy is if the banks start to fail, uh, we're back to 2008 in a right. heartbeat. OK. So but why it matters is when if these things if you go around the world, there's. Every country has maybe three or four big banks, and there's virtually nothing else. Okay. We have tons of banks. And like she talked about there, uh, the fact is with all of the banks that we have, competition is fantastic. Regulation, on the other hand, is overly done. And that's what's been a huge struggle. struggle. Like Trump rolled back some of these regulations on Barney Frank's ask to roll back some of these regulations because the paperwork and regulations were killing small banks and it got some of them in trouble and because of that they worry about liquidity mm. and i mean on but Friday, how is my life going to change if now that moody's, fees are going to go through the roof now that moody's has cut you know some of the outlook on the banking system to negative from what it was stable to stable. negative. Well, well, how does that affect me? Uh, lo loans of money. People are going to start not investing in banks. They're going to pull their money out of investments in banks, which is going to make it more expensive you for you to bank in certain areas. Right. It's going to make it unstable in smaller banks, which means less competition. Less competition means higher fees. And sorry, you have nowhere to go. Mm. And that's the last thing you want. Right. The fact that some of these people, I was just, I'm, I'm reading, they, they weren't insuring themselves. You know, you could go to is it Charles Schwab and that you can bank there. They'll insure you up to a billion dollars. And most banks will insure you up to 250. 250. Right. Well, you can ask for more, but most banks will only, that's where they start with. But if you have $250,000 in the bank, you're not getting, you're not making any money on no, that. No. Why would anyone want to have two hundred fifty thousand well, dollars in the you, bank? You've got it like a lot of this is business, right? Your money's rotating. You've got two hundred fifty today, but you've got payroll going out tomorrow, and that's a hundred. So we're not talking 000. about just individuals. Yeah, we're talking. We're a talking lot about, about businesses, business. right? Yeah. Because what was it? Etsy was a pretty big deal. Yes. You know, they were part of. They couldn't go. They couldn't get payroll yeah. because of what happened. And Facebook with Meta, the one bank. They were at this bank for a long time, and what ended up happening is they were pulling cash out left, right, and center because they were trying to keep everybody alive, money wise. Well, they pretended to uh, live in their pretend world, and their pretend world finally fell apart. So now we have two banks that are unhealthy. Two banks, yeah. Well, they're both gone, essentially. They're yeah. going to be – one's taken over by the feds. The other one is going to be bought out, uh, and they're, they're, they're done for. All right. Coming up next, Coming are up. you in a funk? Are you burned out at work? How to fix it next. I love that. All right. Uh, are you burned out? I would say, yeah, a little burned out. Are you really? I got. Well, you know what? We don't have the time change. I have the time change. Because okay. I, I do my show from 6 a.m. Pacific. So let me explain. Yeah. So in Arizona, we don't change our clocks. But Chad. I hope everybody knows that. Right? Does uh, a morning show. 
that uh, is a national show. And so you actually have to get up. Is it an hour earlier now? Yeah, an hour earlier. Because you're feeding your show to a bunch of other places. So, yeah, so okay, so, so it has hit you. And so, so, but, but I don't know if that's burnout. I don't know if that's what we're talking about. I'm not, I, I hear you're, well, maybe just a little exhausted from the time change. When I'm I talk about out by the time change in general, because it's the stupidest thing in the history of the world. Can we stop it? It yeah. shows over and over again. It's not good for kids. It's not good for anybody. It's not. We're we're not at war, right? We don't need. We got lights now. We're not burning candles. Enough with the stupid stuff. Sixty-seven percent of people in 2021, okay, believed that burnout increased during the pandemic. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. I don't get burned out very often. I really don't. There are times I need a rest. Yeah. All through COVID, I didn't want to talk about COVID. Yeah. All through COVID, you know, that's all we could do. That's all. We had to live it. We had to talk about it on the air. Then we had to go and live it when we got off. And I think when you talk about burnout in your job, at least for us, like I didn't want to talk about COVID-19. COVID-19 killed my mother. I had to talk about it four hours a day for a year. You know, I think burnout for a lot of people that came because they were working at home and they couldn't escape their workplace. That's good, too. You're right. You know, if you're if you're at home and you're working every day, yeah. it, it, it's not an outlet uh, that you would get like, I come home, I get to do something. No, it's still your workspace now. Right. I, so, I also think burnout happens when you're bored. Yes, now, totally. Now, we weren't bored during COVID. There was too much going on. But uh, I, and that that could cause burnout, too. But I think a lot of people go to work and it's one of those things where, you know, uh, we, we did that uh, that Monday thing. What was it called again? Um, don't work hard. Bare on Monday. minimum Monday. Yeah. yeah. So w- when you do a bare minimum, when you do the bare minimum on a Monday. And that's what the, the TikTok phenomenon is. Bare minimum Monday, you go to work and you kind of just go through the motions. I think that makes the day very long when you're busy. You're moving around, you're talking to people, you're working hard, it goes faster. I think if you're bored, uh, I think the day goes oh, there's slower. No about that. And you know what? I think you get, I think people get burned out from, you know, this job is just too easy, or uh, I'm not really working very hard. You're not engaged. I'm, right? not, I'm not challenging myself. It's like kids, right? Like some so often, kids are. We were talking about this yesterday, where maybe Jack needs to be challenged a little bit more because you know he was chewing gum in class or whatever he was doing and talking to other kids. Well, if you're not engaged and mm-hmm. you're bored, it's it, you could see that. I yeah. mean, you know, I think there's a lot of reasons for burnout. Plus, we also have a society now that feels like they should be able to work 15 hours a week, and the rest of the week they should be do slam poetry or whatever they feel well, like you, doing. Right, 15 hours a week and make six and make a hundred grand yeah, a year and do slam poetry, right? Whenever they want because it makes their heart sing right no you and your heart singing i didn't make but that it's up. like let's work less and they should pay me a lot more yeah. no no so i yeah i i do think burnout is almost impossible to fix i think you either i i think it's either just a, a time in your life where you you know you've got to you've got to try to move past it or you got to get another job yeah if you're burnt I, out at your job i'll tell you this i'll tell you this i know a couple people recently who have been so burned out on their jobs they quit they're got guys guys our age they quit and they don't have another job and they don't care they're like okay i got a little money in the bank i'm completely burned out I'm in a situation where well, it's not it's not good for you. No, it's, it's not. It's not good because health wise, you're, you're it's not terrible. a good employee. No, 
And it's not that you maybe dislike the place. You just maybe got to a point where you're just, I'm done. I just can't do this but I also anymore. Think, I also think if you're treated poorly, you're going to get burned out. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, if you don't feel appreciated, you're going to get burned out at the job. And well, so and so I know a couple of guys that are our age that said, okay, I'm completely burned out. And instead of going and finding another job, I'm going to leave this one. Uh, you know, they're, you know, our age, 40s you're and You're going to jump without a net. Going to jump without a net, and I'm going to get my act together a little bit. I'm going to try and feel better a little bit. I'm going to take a, a few weeks before I really go and look at something else. And maybe it won't even be in the profession that I'm in. It's possible. Yeah. I think you can do that, again, I'll say it, is if you're our age. Because you got a little money in the bank, right? Uh, you know, you well, do that in your 20s. And you're not, if you're then, not an idiot, you, by the way, if you're not an idiot, right? Let's again, have you met America? You know, but it, what do you if, mean? Well, you know, if you're in your 20s, it's easy to hop from job. You have no responsibility. At our age, you have the responsibility, but you also usually have had the means, put some money aside and to take a jump. And even though you may not have a job, you have an idea of what you don't want to do and what you would like to do. Right. The burnout could affect your marriage. Oh, it could yeah. affect your relationship with your kids. Uh, it, it, could, so it, it absolutely affects your mood, anxiety, yeah. depression. I mean, everybody's like, got some of that. Like for me, like I, I joke, but like I went and played pickleball today for uh, about 45 minutes. It was great. Yeah. Right. You know, I got a machine because there's nobody to play with me, you know, at eight in the morning. I'm looking at you, Pablo. So shut up. You got an AI. So, uh, yeah, his name is, is Sydney. It, that's what I call him. Sydney, by the way, fired a ball at me today. <laughs> I thought it's it's a new machine and it and, and it fires. And I thought, OK, it's done. I was walking up to it, man. It fired a ball at me like 50 miles an hour. And you heard me scream in the park. I'm like, ah! in the back. <laughs> hit me right in the chest. Oh, that's funny. But if I didn't do stuff like that. I would lose it because I'm finished sometimes at eight in the morning or nine in the morning around here, and we don't go on the air till two. Right. And I'm an hour from home. I'm not driving home, getting stuck in traffic one way or the other, mm-hmm. then driving back to drive home because that's 250 miles in a day. Yeah. So I need to find other things because I would burn out rather quickly. Yeah. I think everybody's got to find out what, what, what is it that, like for me, what I look forward to is Friday night softball. Yeah. You know, then I come home. I, I see my wife. We, you know, we might go in the pool or we might go in the hot tub, right? And relax a little bit. That's what I look forward to. So that just that gets me through the week. I get to go and run around like a nineteen-year-old kid, yeah, and play softball and be ridiculous and die for stuff I, I shouldn't even be. That's you know, my hip fun, hurts right? the next day, right? And then you know, my wife and I spend some quality time together after the game, uh, and and that's what gets me through the whole week, and that's what stops me from getting burned out. You know, going and playing ball like you, going and playing pickleball. Yeah, you golf, know, whatever it is, golf, something. At this you got to have your happy wrangling. spot. I don't care. You got to have your happy spot in life, man. Fighting zebras, whatever it is. I don't think it's fighting zebras. I don't think people are doing that. See, like a zebra tried to bite that guy's arm off. I did not see that. Yeah, it was, he came close to biting it off too. They finally had to shoot him. <laughs> it's amazing how not you, the man, the zebra. You put that story in this. It's just really amazing how you put that in. But you, you know, weaved what? it in. You know, I could. You guys tomorrow. You guys, wait do you see what I weave in tomorrow? It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> All right, burnout. It's real. It's a Gatos and Chad show.